Welcome, everyone, to our latest episode of The Testing Room, where two plus one of the gaming industry's best video game consultants who have never actually consulted on a video game bring you new topics each and every week, as always. Um, I guess not always. I wasn't here last week. But as usual, I'm Alex, a.k.a. The Gauzfather. I am Preston, a.k.a. Funkadelic Jedi. And I am Travis Judgment 03. That almost fucked me up. I was, I, was ready, I was ready for Christian to say it. I was like, wait, and I'm like, oh, wait, do I need to say it next? Okay, okay. I'm going to pass judgment on you right now. Your camera is very good, and it's making us look bad. Like, I have, yeah, no, you know, I, I, have all the, I have all the equipment. Like, I have green screens. I have halo lights. I have multiple things. But, like, I'm too lazy to set it up if I'm not working. But, like, you hop on here, Travis, and you just got, like, all the stuff going. You look great. And it's, it's, it's kind of annoying, actually. So I mean, I'm just, I'm just literally using my iPhone as my camera, and that's it. That's yeah. literally it. Yeah. So thanks for joining us, Travis. Uh, he'll never be back. So there's that. Yeah. This is part two um, of the Travis thanks. Takeover. It is. Yeah, right. It is part two, two of Travis Takeover. So I guess we should address the fact that, like, two weeks ago we lied because we said we'll be back next week with our final part of Metro, and clearly that's not a thing. Nope. Uh, <laughs> so... It, did, it got busy, uh, so we're doing another side quest this week where Christian is... What is Christian doing? Is he on vacation? Yes, so Christian will be yeah. headed out. Um, he is doing... I think they're going to do their anniversary vacation right now. Going up in the hills, I think okay. is what he said. Yeah, he's going doing. to the mountains. Yeah, going the mountains. mountains. I think in Denver, I think he said. Denver, that's to, correct. To everyone out there, I promise we're friends. And I promise <laughs> we talk. I just... I, I know he's told us a bunch, but I just did not remember. I've been so stupidly busy recently. I've barely played video games. And I like, Travis asked me, he's like, hey, where's Christian? Like, this is going to be the second time on the show and so on. And I was like, I, don't, I think he's on vacation or doing a work trip. He's like, where is he going? I have no idea. I know he's told me. I do not know. And I know Christian's going to be listening to this and be like, oh, he's going to text me immediately and be like, I've told you so many times. Such good you were on the call. Like, I know. I get it. I, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I just need to address that. So, uh, But yeah, we're back with another side quest. Yeah. Um, and we're going to jump in. This one's my topic this week. We'll jump in a little bit later. But before we do anything, as always, uh, we'll press, Preston, we'll go over to you and, you know, see what's going on in Preston's comment corner. Nothing for the comment corner because we uh, covered a comment corner yesterday. So I don't have anything new since then. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think of anything. I mean, I'm sure Jake has something fucking cheeky to say, but other than that, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll cover that on the next episode. Next As week. we get closer to the holidays, can we like, for the first part of December, can we call it the Hanukkah corner and then the Christmas corner? Can we like do it for the holidays? Let's do different ones. Kwanzaa Just, corner. Like, I like Kwanzaa corner. Sounds yeah, really nice. Kwanzaa corner, Kwanzaa corner actually flows Sounds really, nice. really well. Really nice. <laughs> yeah. That's fair. I would I would probably say like winter solstice corner doesn't work as good. No, but the others aren't bad. Yeah, yeah. Too many like Wiccan's winter solstice corner. So that's just not bad. Making it fair for everybody. Yeah. Not bad. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I'm sure Jake does have something snide or smart to say. Jake, just just I'm sure you're gonna text us. That's do it fine. anyways. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> also, it I'll. Another thing I'll address to the listeners out there. I'm wearing, I your, I'm I'm wearing your merch anyway, so you can say whatever you want. I like that. I color. support my friend. Um, I, 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 I got to order I'm one. Also, friends with Jake. And Jake, <laughs> as you're listening to this, I promise all those texts from like a week ago when you were listening to the podcast giving me crap for all the things I said um, about Halo and stuff, I read them. 
I also was just super, super busy and didn't reply. I promise I read them. Like, I saw them all. I know. I think Jake is probably aware now. He's probably known you for long enough to know that you saw a text. (laughs) And you just, either Uh you decided you were going to respond later and you forgot, or you just decided you weren't going to respond and you just walked right past it. To be fair, I am very honest with friends and family that, like, I am terrible about responding to text messages. And, like, I tell them that. And there, and look, there are, as, as in, in our industry, we, we talk to people, like, through, you know, partners and, and through email and, and texts and stuff all the time. And I always have to ask, how do you prefer to communicate? And nobody ever asks me that. People <laughs> just like text. And I'm a terrible texter. So, so would you, you know. prefer email if we yeah. need to reach out? Or... No, honestly, you should send probably, it by should, a pigeon. You should probably call me, Travis. You know, I answer the phone if you call me. We'll do you a do. conference call. You do typically. I'll, talk to you, yeah. I'll co- yeah. t- conference call all the time. <laughs> I won't be on camera necessarily. No, yeah. Um, yeah. But I will. I will. Uh, I will talk all the time, which is weird because I actually hate talking on the phone. But if it comes down to like how much time I'm gonna waste with my fat little thumbs typing on that tiny little keyboard <laughs> versus just like talking out loud. If you want an immediate response from me, you should probably call <laughs> me. Oh, you and your yeah, toe thumbs. Same way. <laughs> Club thumbs, they're not toe thumbs. Club thumbs. Well, and I want everybody to know, obviously I work with Alex, we won't get into what we do, but he 100% shows up to conference you, calls looking okay, exactly first of all, how he is right now. He looks like all, this on conference calls all the you're time. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. I'm not going to deny it, but just the way you said that, like, I work with Alex, but I'm not going to get into what you, we do, definitely made it sound like we're either drug dealers or hitmen. And well, you don't just worry about like it. super vague. Well, looking yeah. like you, we could be both of those things. <laughs> You look like you're out to do some hood shit. Yeah, I uh, people will hop on calls with me and they'll be like, "Oh, I'll take it you haven't showered this morning because I like have a hood up and just a like the lights are off in the room." It's like, no, I haven't. I've I've barely well, been up. I've barely had coffee. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. It is rude. It is rude. rude. Thank you, Preston. It is very rude. What would you say to somebody? Exactly. Like, it's, it's, it's I take it. Travis says it to you. That's kind of you know you know him for a long time. But like somebody at work, fuck that man. <laughs> like fuck you. Yeah. Like if I could say yeah, yeah. if it wasn't work, I would say I'm like fuck you. Who, who are you? Last year I had somebody shit. call me out. Last year somebody this and this was valid actually. Uh, the last year somebody called me out on my holiday pajamas oh, because I was wearing like a normal shirt. Yeah. But, like, we were on a conference call, so I didn't really care. Um, and I just leaned back and, like, had my legs crossed. Mm-hmm. And you could see my knee, like, in the bottom corner of the video. They're like, are those penguins on your pants? Like, like yeah, I'm so wearing I guess the reason, I guess the reason <laughs> I said that is I wanted your listeners to know that the Alex they get here is the Alex we get at work. That's oh, it's what the same. I was trying. <laughs> I am, yeah, I guess that's the point I was trying to make. I am the same always, to for better or worse. Like, I am the same person all the if time. If not anything, you're consistent. I am. I'm consistent and I'm honest. So, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's that's enough uh that's enough unpacking of my baggage. Let's uh <laughs> dive into our weeks. Yeah. Um I'll go first if you guys don't care cuz my week's not super long. Well, this is like the we all that- talked about our weeks yesterday, so ours are going to be very short as well. But I do got a little I got I got oh, a little yeah. bit. I I made sure to have something for the table. So, same. Yeah. Same. Good. Okay, so I'm going to go first anyway. So, um, I have, I have not played a whole lot. These side quests have actually worked out perfectly because I still have not finished Metro. So I'm going to tell on myself right now. Um, so this is giving me time. Like the longer Christian is on vacation, like spending time with his lovely wife, I actually have more time to play that game. And it's not that like, I haven't wanted to, excuse me. I love that game. I just 
haven't had a chance to actually finish it with all the work going on. The games I have played recently, though, um, I jumped back into Baldur's Gate oh. because I need to finish it. I'll say, yeah. And man, it's as soon as I hopped back in, it was so good. And it, it's just like riding a bike when it comes to fighting. I apologize if you hear my dog who has a brand new toy. Uh, so it's like riding a bike when it comes to the fighting and the tactics, but oh boy, like jumping back into like three fourths of the way through act three after about three weeks or a month, I was like, I don't know. I, I log in and I'm just standing in a room in front of like a, a hatch and I'm like, I don't know if I've already been down there or if I haven't been down there. Like I have three people at my party, but I don't know what I was working on. I was yeah. like, this is going to take me forever to figure out. And it did take me forever to figure out but uh once i started rolling it's great i think i now have time to finish that game um and i don't mean like due to work or anything i just think that i i beat spider-man which i don't think i've talked about so I'll talk about that in a minute and i beat assassin's creed and stuff so like all the a lot of the big releases are done now and i can go back to Baldur's gate finish that i have to go back and uh at least play a little bit of starfield for our game of the year conversation there's some other things i need to go back to you might so not this is have the time to of i may apparently but, 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 I may but give it a try i would love to hear more of your opinion because you you dabbled in like right at the beginning like right right as it came mm. out like you got like the day before for the play like what you played like for an hour or something like that and then you just haven't touched it yeah. since then yeah so this is the time where I go back and do stuff. I need to still do like, I need to finish finish like a dragon engine, which I don't even know why I need to finish that one because I know it's not going to crack my top 10. So like, I want to finish it, but I don't, I don't think I need to finish it by the end of the year. I just feel like I need to. Did you finish? High you say? Yeah. 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 Okay. I, yeah, I can't remember that. I've, yes. I've, I've talked to somebody recently who hasn't, I couldn't remember if you, you or not. Yeah. No, we talked about that a, a month or so ago. Yeah, I, I okay. said like, Hey, I finally went back and finished it. And it's great. Um, so yes. Yeah, so I jumped back into Baldur's Gate. I also platinumed naturally platinum did not go out of my way. Um, for mostly, uh, I platinum Spider-Man two. So I had to guy. get, I, I, yeah, I, to me, it's this guy oh, and to you, to me, and you, it would have been this way. So it's completely opposite from what I'm seeing, too. The matters is mine, because that's what's on YouTube. <laughs> Sorry, he's there. That's <laughs> Just fair. so you know. Um, <laughs> so, uh, so I applied to Spider-Man. The only two achievements I had to I had to look up, because like I knew what they were, but I didn't know how to, like where they were. I had to look up uh, where to find Aunt May's tomb, okay. tombstone, because like you have to pay her respects, mm-hmm. right? You get the miles one naturally through the story. I'm assuming hers is nearby up. there. It is. Okay. It is. I just forgot where that whole place the whole, even yeah, was. So, so I did that, and then I um, looked up the best way to do the. You have to fly from like one corner of the map to the other, oh, without yeah. without like touching the ground or anything, which was actually really really easy, especially when they're like you don't have to actually go from one corner. You just have to go from that like zone, so you can be almost to the, the edge corner. of the zone and you only have to hit the tip of the other one. So it really wasn't bad at all. Otherwise I got everything naturally. Cause I'm all about the collectibles in that game. They're pretty simple. Um, yeah. but that game, I, I'm sure you guys probably talked about it yesterday, so I won't dive in too much to it. No, we can talk about it. I mean, like you're, especially with your experiences. I mean, I, I can kind of like, we can kind of regale you with ours a little yeah. bit. It's a quick recap, man. Those games are so good. They have so much heart in them. Yes. Like they, I absolutely love the story they did. I thought they didn't do anything special when it came to the take of like 
Venom introducing Venom for the first time, how Peter interacts with the black suit. Like that was all the same that we've seen a hundred times. However, I did like the cameo of another symbiote in the game. I thought that was great and it looked great. Um, they teased a third symbiote, which I assume we're going to get maybe some DLC or maybe the next game. So I was a little sad we didn't see that one, but that was okay. And, um, the, I just, Miles' story was great. And mm -hmm. I think I texted you guys, uh, Preston, especially more for you. Um, but the stinger at the end of the game has me so excited Very cool. about the next character they could introduce. Here's the thing. Mm -hmm. Someone like Christian... It's not going to know who the fuck that is or what's going uh -huh. on there. It's going to mean absolutely nothing to someone who isn't a comic book fan. But it doesn't matter. No, because someone's going to look it up and they're going to find out and then they'll be introduced to this character. Yeah. But also, even if you don't know the character, I think it's going for a different demographic. So what will happen sure. is when the trailer comes out and you see that character in action, the demographic they're going after will go like, oh, cool. That's like something that represents me and probably dive into it anyway. I think... What I they love that character. Is they though. may do the whole like Miles thing with that character. As far as like, give, give them without spoiling, like, give them their own like shorter, smaller, but still standalone. I think that'd be. Cool. I think maybe Miles will take on the uh, mentorship role sure. and what have yeah. you. So I, I loved, I loved that. I thought, I thought the game was fantastic. It looked great. I did, I did run into the white cube glitch a couple times. Yeah. My character model just turned to a white cube, which I thought was hysterical. Um, but otherwise, like I just switched to suit and it went back to normal and, uh, the game was flawless for me. So absolutely loved it. Tight game. They keep doing good work. Um, I just hope they keep that heart in their stories. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, we, I, uh, yeah, we talked about it yesterday mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, we all kind of agreed it was a safe, it was a safe play for Sony, but I don't think that takes away from how good the game was. Um, you know, they definitely took the approach of if it ain't if it ain't broke, don't fix it. But I think they build upon what they already had, you know, established. I, mm -hmm. I one thing I wanted to tell you since you you had mentioned bringing up going and looking at the um, the grave site for Aunt May uh, and Uncle Ben, is if you actually go as Peter to um, to Miles's dad's grave uh, grave site, it will actually let you interact with it, and it basically says you raise one hell of a son or something like that. I Man, thought that, that would have fucking you know, broke me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That would have fucking killed yeah. Me. It's like because there's it's not part of a it's not part of like no. an achievement no. or anything. But when it's I was running it. around looking, so I didn't look up which one it was. I was like, oh, this one's let me interact with it, and then I did, and then I realized it was Miles's dad, and I was like, oh, that's cool. So it makes me want to go back and see uh, to go as Miles to Aunt um, to Aunt May's and see what mm -hmm. happens. I haven't done that yet, but I just thought the fact that it lets you interact with it was pretty cool. There were a couple of quests in that game, like side quests, that were super heartfelt, <laughs> yeah. that yeah. were touching. Um, I agree. It's interesting you say that. I think it, about Sony being a safe play. I agree. I think it was a safe play for Sony. I think. You know, Insomniac did what Insomniac does, but for Sony's side of it, they knew they were going to end the year with a banger. And beyond that, I mean, you guys probably can think of one, but like, I'm not really sure what Sony had exclusively this year that was a standout, right? Like, you had a remake. You had, uh, wasn't this year the year we had? Well, they're the um, only Dead console Space version remake. of Boulder Skate 3. But, but it's that's on PC too, right? Like, yeah. that's, I mean, like, Honestly, I can't think of like any other standout other than Dead Space Remake they had because Callisto Protocol failed. As Final Fantasy you know. 16. 16. Okay, the great call. 16. But that's it. I but mean, yeah, it, other than that, and Microsoft, very, Microsoft, and we'll, they may also be in the same boat. 
but for some reason, it just seems like a light year for Sony this year. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a light year for get... most. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is weird to say when the year has been stacked with games. Yeah, right. Because those games have been on all those platforms. Most of those mm-hmm. games. Um, mm-hmm. But just you know, a few here and there that are just console exclusives. Yeah. So that was my week. Okay. That's that's what I played. Um, I'm going to just reach over and steal this toy from this dog so it doesn't swallow yeah, all the parts. But whoever wants to go next. Go for it, Travis. Go ahead, Preston. Oh, you may go? Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah, mine's obviously pretty light just because we talked about it. So... Also beat Spider-Man. Um, I actually started uh, playing, uh, went back to Baldur's Gate myself last night um, after we uh, recorded and then uh, watched uh, the fifth episode of Loki, which I don't think Alex has watched yet. So No, uh, so don't spoil it. Yeah. It's good. Uh, we're <laughs> we're going to try and catch up. Uh, to, we don't want fully catch up tonight because I think we're two episodes behind, but we'll uh, watch some yeah. tonight. It's very good. Yeah, yeah. Um, Outside of that, um, I will say this week, one thing I forgot to mention is I actually went over to Alex's house on Halloween and we handed out Halloween candy because Allie wanted to stay inside with the animals. Plus, it was a little cold outside. And um, I think I had maybe mentioned uh, when we recorded that we, uh, Alex and I played a little bit of this Ninja Turtles roguelike game mm-hmm. co-op. It was pretty fun. Uh, we tried to play some uh, Goldeneye over uh, XCloud, but it wouldn't let us. It wouldn't let us play multiplayer online with what? each other. Uh, yeah, not over XCloud. Okay. I think maybe if we were actually on consoles, it might have let us. Better. But we were going to play some. Yeah, I I was. We had we had trouble let... locally too, because like I would plug up a controller and he would plug uh, up a controller, and it would just take over yeah. and be the same controller. It wasn't like two it profiles. Made me, it makes me wonder version. if maybe you would have brought an Xbox controller and then I had a PlayStation one. They would have seen each other as different ones possibly. Maybe that would have worked, but I don't There's know. There's no way no. the fact we both had a PlayStation controller was the problem. That two different Bluetooth sense. signals too. So. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. Now, but regardless, uh, I also tried to use that evening to convince Alex's neighbors that him and I uh, were partners. <laughs> um, because they kept they kept coming up saying, uh, "Do you guys live here?" And then Alex and then Alex would be like, "No, my wife's inside with the animals." But I was convinced that I was going to at least let one of them figure it out that we were were partners. But you should just made them believe that but, they're Polly and that you were the other partner. You know what? Yeah, work on that next. Allie time. actually has, yeah, like we're brother husbands, and Allie is like the main person <laughs> of the household. That's what oh, we should. Yeah. That's what we should have brother husbands that's some glorious yeah. gemstones shit right there that is yeah that's right um i don't then, i don't uh, think georgia would let us be brother husbands anyway i mean that's the bible belt i don't think I don't yeah think illegal uh tonight i got a new episode of uh, gen v to watch and then also yeah. upload to watch yeah. uh outside of that i think that's it the only other thing i got going on is i'm in the process of looking into all the things to build a retro pie because they just announced a new uh, raspberry pies being released so i'm probably gonna buy that and do something and with you're gonna that. put all but the games on there that you already own right of course yeah absolutely i don't know why i wouldn't i mean that's definitely what i'm gonna do for sure Good. um but outside of that i mean that's pretty I mean, much to be my fair week after- travis already owns a bunch of games on on a drive and stuff right he's taken his old his old physical media and converted it digital and digitally has quite a few hundred games yeah 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 um, but outside of that, just going to the mountains this weekend myself, but only for a weekend. Um, and then that's all I got. So over to you. All right. So let me, well, real quick, let me ask. You're watching Upload <laughs> season three, right? Yeah. Is it as good as season one and two? We love season one and two. I just saw. I watched the now. trailer. It's got actually, Robbie. It's got Robbie and Mel in there. If yeah. you've never seen yeah, it, it's yeah. good. It's really good. It actually makes you think about what's going to happen in the future. <laughs> yeah, Honestly, the, the problem with all of these things, so like. Um, 
there's new episodes, like, just all these dumb shows, like, new episodes of The Crown, new episodes of Upload, new episodes of all this stuff. The streaming services nowadays do the worst job at advertising to let you know the show you like is out. So then, like, you you come to it late, and they're like, oh, well, we're going to cancel after three seasons. Nobody watched. It's like, because you didn't tell anybody. Like, I just know Upload's out because I was on Amazon the other night turning on, like, a Thursday night football game and saw, like, Upload. I was like, oh, cool. Like, come on. Did it, did it, did it not pop up on your, uh, like, watch shows on Apple TV? Mm-mm. Oh, nope. that's weird. Um... But yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, I actually thought season two wasn't that great, and I think season three is better so far than what I felt about season two. So, if you like nice. season two, then yeah, I'm sure three will be great for you. So, I thought season two was fine. It wasn't yeah. as good as one, yeah. but it was fine. Yeah, yeah. But outside of that, that's all I got, Preston. Okay. Well, um, I have played one new game since the past 24 hours. Uh, <laughs> last night, I uh, I really wanted to try it out. People have been talking about it like crazy. Um, I have started playing Super Mario Wonder. Oh. So. Is that the new one? Yeah, it's the new one. So that's. Is it I've been out? wondering yeah, about that. It's been that. out for like a week. Shh. Yeah. Don't say anything. Allie's going to kill me if she knows I haven't bought it. Yeah. So it's it's very, very good. Um, as Alex goes online to buy it right now. Yeah, as, I, I, I literally am. I'm going to have to. So I'm, I'm literally doing that right now. Um, but yeah, I heard, I mean, I was going to try it out sooner or later this year. Cause I definitely want to talk about it when it comes to game of the year. Uh, but everyone was telling me is it like, it's like one of the best 2d Mario games we've seen since like super Mario world. I said, hold up, oh, hold wow. up. You mean since super Mario world two. Um, and I just, there, there, people are also saying it's very much like super Mario two Yoshi's Island, like all like the weird trippy stuff that happens, things like that. It's, it's very creative. It's very inventive. And for the hour I've played with it, I can 100% tell you that this is very, very fun, very different. It's still Mario overworld. You're choosing the levels you want to go to. You're going to those levels. You're finding collectible pieces. These are wonder seeds you're going. So that way you can go to the spot. Uh, there's some building in the in this in this section that's blocking you from the next section. You need ten wonder seeds. It takes away the um, the little piranha plant that's around it, and then you can go into that level. And it's it's been a lot. The, the hour I played was incredible amount, incredibly fun. Um, so I've, I'm I'm super digging it. Um, it looks super clean. All the voice, all the new voices are there. Um, there's only one thing that was super weird and off putting. So like everyone like they'll do the yo yo like I like that do like the little like. Same thing, yeah. the Nintendo like voices, right? To where it's they always make a sound, but they never like do actual full dialogue. The same thing with Zelda, yeah. same thing with everyone else. Except there's like this flower that's in the ground every once in a while that'll just strip speak like normal English. Like you're doing great. See you later. Uh, <laughs> How'd you get up here? Kinda, and I'm like, yeah, it's off. Like, Whoa, that's jarring. This is very jarring. <laughs> like I get wahoos and shit. Like I, I can handle that, but like all of a sudden I get this flower talking to me, which <laughs> is fine. We're in the flower kingdom. I get it, but it's just pure like actual like English is coming out, and like there's like a little text bubble that goes above the dude's head too. So it's like that's the only like off-putting part right now I have. But maybe there's more of an explanation to who that is. But I, I love this game as far as it's that classic Nintendo thing of we're not gonna say shit. Like it's. You show up in the, the Flower Kingdom, like you're just talking with Princess and the, the King of the Flower Kingdom, and then, uh-oh, Bowser's here, and he gets a hold of the Wonder Flower, and that, and him and the castle kind of like mix in together, and he becomes this giant, it's this thing you see in the trailer, and then that's when he goes around the world and starts like um, contaminating it or like doing whatever he's doing with it, with the Wonder Power, and that's you're going to go and just doing cleanup at that point, but it's just like... Yep, that happens, and then he's like, oh, what are we going to do? And Mario's like, hey, 
I'm right here. And they're like, oh, yeah, you are here. You want to help us out? Like, hell yeah. That's what's Bowser's like, that's what I fucking do, man. So what do I do? Bowser shows up, kick his ass, tell him to go fucking home. And then I go to the next place and he shows up again. It's just what I do. So um, it's, it's, it's a lot of fun. A lot of hidden secret stuff that you wouldn't think. Or you wouldn't like, wouldn't even like. It, it's nothing is super handholdy when it comes to those secret sections. Which is nice. Mm-hmm. Like I, at one point, like I just jumped a little extra high, and it's like, okay, you're in this extra section of this level. I'm like, that's fucking rad. And I'm like, I haven't had that since like the Donkey Kong Country games. Like it's 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 been a while since I've seen like <clears throat> just those like secret little parts and areas that you see in the in the levels. It's 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 been a lot of fun. So did I they uh, did they keep it four player co op like the last few have been? Yeah. So like when you start up your campaign, it asks you how many players you want in that campaign, uh, and you can choose okay. from. All the usual like uh, uh, Mario characters. You got all the Yoshi, uh, Yoshi's and the, and the Nabbit, which I guess is like the Rayman Nabbit thing. I don't know what the Nabbit is. Uh, it's, it's some purple oh, okay. bunny looking uh, thing uh, with a, yeah, with a yeah. like, little bag. But those characters can't die. Um, so I was kind of disappointed in that because I didn't want to play easy mode, but I did want to play as a Yoshi. Uh, but Yoshi can't turn into the, the elephant or anything like that. So like anything that you like, wow. do like to change up. <clears throat> Yoshi's don't do that because like they can just do whatever the the, the elephant does. So it's it's gotcha. it's a lot of fun. Is this um, a GameFly for you or did you buy it? Oh, I bought it. Yeah, no, it's it was it was like I could have waited on GameFly, but then people kept talking <laughs> up, talking up, and someone mentioned something about it being like Super Mario World Two, which is my favorite Mario game, and I'm like, fuck you. Got okay, done. Go ahead, just do it. That and I knew it was so gonna. Don't regret that purchase so far. Not, yeah, not, just, not. I was like, it's, it, it's a Mario game, man. It's it's gonna take a whole oh, yeah. lot for them to fuck up a Mario game for me, and just me being I a Nintendo know. fan, I am too. I just bought it too. So yeah, exactly. It's like, it, 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 what, what was I think, uh, we, I think it's we, funny. We had what was that, the uh, the oh. request that you asked Travis? Uh, I think it was like the last uh, couple episodes ago. Is like, what's a game that you will buy oh. sight unseen? Mario games. <laughs> I will buy a Mario game sight unseen for sure. Um, just a I little think, weird trailer, and I'm like, yeah. okay, 2D side scrolling Mario. It feels yeah. it feels very appy. Like so, it feels like it would be like you ever played the Super Mario Run, uh, that one app that was yeah. had. Yeah, yeah. So it looks like that clean look, and it has like just like the aesthetic of the UI and stuff kind of feels that way. But there's nothing microtransactional about it. There's nothing that feels like gross. It's just they just put that aesthetic into this game to make it feel more polished. It's really nice. What's crazy nice. is like that's not even the only Mario game that comes out this month. Mario yep. RPG, RPG Peach out, one, yeah, yeah, the like remake. Two weeks, yeah. I'm probably not gonna be able to play that one this year, but yeah, the, it's a lot yeah. of games. It's 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 too many games. Yeah, it's too many games. It is a wonderful game. You, anyone who's enjoyed Mario, who loves 2D Mario, this is, this is an easy sell. Yeah, very easy sell. I uh, will say before you continue with your week, I did look up the 13th uh, Sentinel game, and it does look very interesting. The art style looks incredible, so that might be a purchase for me. I just have to decide if I want to play it on my Switch or if I want to get it on PS4 or PS5. I should PS5. Say. There are yeah, some okay. uh, combat scenarios to where I will be surprised if a Nintendo Switch can handle it. There's like one. Okay. There's like one action. You've played it, right, Alex? Um, to where like. I, no, I have not. I know what it is because I watched uh, Christian play it and I looked up some stuff. But. So, like, the, the comment in there, like, it, it, you'll find out for yourself, but there's, like, a, one uh, attacker where you can do that just sort of rains a whole bunch of missiles down, and there's so much going on, on the screen that on my PS5, there was chugging a little bit. So when I heard it was coming out for okay. Switch, I'm like, oh, my God, how is that thing going to fucking handle that attack? Like, what's going to go happen? And I, I've heard that yeah. it, it has, like, frozen games and stuff like that for people on the Switch, so... I, I say PS5. Okay, stick with that. I, Switch is that. Switch is about to get uh about to get Hogwarts Legacy too, and man, that thing tried to 
killed my freaking. Is it gonna PC look like Mortal Kombat times. I do. I mean, there's. <laughs> it can't be great, right? Like, no. it almost killed my PC. So, what yeah. is it gonna do? I don't to know, a man. Switch? I don't. They're gonna do a cloud version, maybe a cloud version. Who knows? I think it's gonna do like a uh, a very graphically dumbed down version for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, Super Mario Wonder is great. Um, and then I don't have any other games. Obviously, Preston always be snapping. I'm still in the ninety thousand of like the the infinite ranked people. Because I told these people last time, Alex, once you get into infinite rank, they now um, rank you through all the people who like are like infinite. A, so like the more, leaderboard. more cubes you get, and then if you don't play, you lose your rank because people are getting cubes past you. There's one guy I, pl- I watched, and he's like round what, the top five uh, during that time. And I love watching him play because he's getting ranked up. He's getting plays with those people in that top rank because they don't want to lose their rank, so they're always playing. Uh, like you almost have to be a streamer, almost have to be a streamer or have all the time in the world to be able to be like in the top 10. I'm top yeah. 90,000 something right now. And I guarantee you when I go to play later on tonight, like a couple matches, I'll be in the 100,000. I That's downloaded actually... Snap, by the way. Just so you know. Yeah. yeah. Let me know. Yeah, I went through the tutorial today, but I didn't get time to actually play some matches. So this Maybe evening, that's what I plan on. It, doing. It, it takes a while to kind of get through it, but it's it's fun. Yeah. I was trying to look to see, like, how many players... You know, Marvel Snap has about 11 million players. Yeah. On You have over, like, uh, 60-something thousand active players on Steam right now. Yep. So, with that many millions, you in the 90,000 is really good. Not bad. Not bad. Really, really good. The nice part, what I loved about it, Alex, was that, like, when you get that infinite rank, it doesn't just start you off fresh at zero for cubes. It accumulates all the cubes that you have made to get to infinite... And then gives you that as your number to start off with, which I thought was great. Gotcha. I'm like, oh, that's how many yeah. cubes I won, how many cubes I have gotten this entire month, which is really cool. Um, but speaking yeah. about this entire month, let's see here. I'm going to try to do this. All right. So every once in a while, what they'll do is um, after like towards the end of the month, they'll kind of give you a recap, which I think is really fun. Uh, so mm-hmm. this is my recap for the month, the battle recap for the Bloodstone season. Uh, my most played card is Sunspot. I played it 154 times this month. It's a good looking card. Yeah, it's nice. So these also, yeah. if I have a variant, it also shows me my variant. So this is the variant I actually have for Sunspot. Um, Hulk was my must be your favorite card because I upgraded it 10 times. I just decided that I was going to upgrade him a whole bunch. So I upgraded him a lot. Um, Cyclops is my mascot. He has my win rate of 75% when he's in my deck. Oh, wow. Forge. He is my most effective hmm. card. My win rate with him is 73% when playing him. And then I got She-Hulk. Uh, I have unlocked 36 new cards and variants this season. My dynamic collection now features 541 unique cards. Damn. So that's including all the upgrades as far as like splits and stuff I got with them. That's um, that is a She-Hulk I just recently got. I have that actually, I use the Art Germ She-Hulk as my actual card that I use, my variant, which is really nice looking. Yeah, that one is the... Uh, Scotty. Is it Ryan? Oh, yeah, Scotty. Scotty. I was going to say Ryan Otley. It's yeah. not him. Yeah, he does all the little chibi-type Yeah, so like there's a chibi section, but there's also just a Scotty variance they do. And he does more of a... Yeah. It reminds me of like Peanuts it's, or... Um, yeah. It's Calvin. Calvin and Hobbes. Calvin, yeah, it, it, Calvin his, and Hobbes His, his art reminds one. me a lot yeah, of yeah. Calvin and Hobbes. That's what it is. He had, yeah. he had a big run in Marvel a couple of years ago, and uh, he did a ton of variants. And every time I saw it, it was like, oh, I guess there was a lot of white space because the characters were small. They're they're they they're good. Not my jam. 
Not my jam. No, it's not really my jam, but it's a fun variant to have. But yeah. when you have an art germ version of She-Hulk, I'm going to be playing that one. That was a good one. Yeah, because that one's jacked. I've seen that yes, one. Yes, it looks very good. Uh, my lucky location is Fogwell's Gym. I won this location 75% of the time it appeared. Fogwell gives you extra boosties, so you get extra extra, extra stuff when you beat it. <laughs> New, new boost goofing. New boost goofing. <laughs> uh, I have seen Limbo the most this season a total of 29 times. Limbo gives you an extra turn. So it gives you a turn seven. Oh, okay. Game, which is nice. My monster hunting team plunged into darkness and faced some fearsome foes this Bloodstone season. Your bravery shall be rewarded. Recruit over this is just trying to get you to buy more shit. I already have this very. <laughs> right. But and don't you get a discount, purchase. right? No, you get you you get if you buy gold right now, the first time you buy that tier, like if you pay five bucks, ten bucks, fifteen bucks, mm-hmm. you get double whatever you get if you buy those tiers once. Let's go. So, may have dropped fifteen bucks. Do you start that only hands yet? I told hands? you. No, so, not yet. I should. So okay, a couple of things. First of all, do, do do you have the card backs right? The blade card backs. Got the gold blade card wanted. backs. Yes, sir. That's that's what okay. I really wanted this this season. Like I have to get this season. I really want this blade card backs. Blades one of my favies. Yeah, those are dope. Uh, also, I am fully, I, I fully support Travis's idea of only hands with you. You play like over the shoulder playing snap. That's a that's yeah, a great just see my idea. fingers. You just see my fingers the entire Just time. your fingers yep. moving around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nice little manicure every once in a while, yeah, and that's yeah, it. Yeah, I'll treat myself. Paint your nails. It works for colors. unboxers. It could work for you for sure. That's true. Yeah, no unboxers and boxers. That should be a YouTube channel. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that at all. Can we start? Can we start that as our like spinoff pod on boxers and boxers and boxers? Forget those briefs. <laughs> what, what are we crazy? <laughs> uh, but yeah, you should that, definitely do snap hands. Yeah, exactly. Uh, other than that, not not too much else extra. Um, I'm still watching the same shows you guys are. Um, although I also been like I finished up Shorzy. Uh, the whole the new season of Shorzy dropped recently. Very good. Shorzy is, is very funny. It's a lot more heartfelt than I ever thought it would be, but it's very good. I'm almost there. Season one only had like seven episodes, right? Yeah, they're very season short two. seasons. Yep. Like six yeah, or so eight I think, episodes each. Yeah. I think I'm on episode five or six. Very so good. I'm either at close to the end or at the end very of good. season two. Very I sexy. Through it. Yeah, it's a good show. It is. So I didn't get into Letter Kenny, and I know Christian, I was talking about Shorzy to you guys, and Christian's like, well, it's so, the same show, so you might as well watch it's Letter Kenny. Not, it's like farmers and. Hockey players. There's, there's a lot more hockey stuff in uh, uh, Shorty's just like purely hockey for the most part, but like Letterkenny yeah. is more like farmer kind of stuff, and I think that's what probably turns you off. It's that, and that interest seems yeah. to be more like um, like running jokes. A lot more running jokes in Letterkenny, while there's just happens to be jokes in uh, uh, Shorty, but they just don't they don't run their jokes into the ground as much as Letterkenny does. I love Letterkenny. Also, final season of Letterkenny happens uh, in December, so that'll be the final season as well. Mm. I yeah the thing I like about Shorzy is like it's more of just the hockey team and what goes on in the locker room and that <coughs> sort right like the the way guys like simple dudes just interact with each other which is really funny the it 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 did make me laugh like the reasons why everybody wanted to come to Sudsbury just because like the ridiculous amount of beautiful women just for yep. no reason in this like little dinky town which mm-hmm. they play into but um but yeah like that show is 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 very funny very good very heartfelt yeah yeah uh fun little fact i uh i remember when i was watching i want to say it's the first new godzilla movie um but uh the main guy uh i think his name is jared kelso 
uh, he actually has a small little acting bit in there as one of the army guys. He's like at the like the, the table, just like talking about the strategy of taking down either the mono, either, um, the butterfly one or the uh, uh, Godzilla. Yeah, but yeah, it was, it was fine. Like, oh, I'm like, oh, Leonard Kenny guy right there. Wayne, Wayne's is right he, there. Has he done other stuff, or is like that his his jam? Just it's pretty like much his jam. Little, He's the creator like, of Leonard Kenny and Shorzy. Okay, so it's just like that uh, observational humor of Can- Canadian humor is yes, all that it is. Much, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. It's good. Little yeah. shit. It's good stuff. Good, good, good laughs. Nice. Uh, other than that, that, that's that's it. That's my week. Uh, past twenty four hours. All right. Well, if that's the case, then um, oh, he was in Elysium. Weird. Okay. Oh, was he? Yeah, I think he, he has like small yeah. parts and things here and there. Yeah, weird. All right, I'll go into a uh, IMDb deep dive later for no reason. Yeah. So um, <laughs> let's let's dive into my topic then tonight. So um, for my topic, the, it, it, there's a little bit of a lead in, a little bit of a, of a conversation that has to be had before we just get into it. Sure. So I want to talk about Nintendo, um, and I thought this is a good topic just because I know... We As you all drop money here. with Nintendo... <laughs> Yeah, I know. I know. There's some people out here that love Nintendo, and I just spent money with Nintendo. I love Nintendo. Um, I'm I'm sad. I'm a little sad that like I feel like this should have been a larger conversation. Maybe we should have waited just on like a huge podcast. Had Jake and Travis and everybody on here and Christian because like I know Jake has very strong Nintendo um and Nintendo Me opinions. Me and Jake are like the same level of positivity with Nintendo. I would say. Yeah. So it'll be interesting, but. It, it, when we grew up, we grew up in, like, we grew up with video games. As video games changed, they moved from the arcade to the home entertainment system. And, of course, like, the big one many of us played was Nintendo. Yes, there was Sega, and Sega was fine. But for a long time, Nintendo was the epitome of games. They set the standards. They had the best games. They were they were reaching a little bit further when it came to innovation. I mean, like, at the time... Zelda was unlike any other game out there. Mario has launched a billion-dollar industry and, and so on. That's only been propelled by Chris Pratt, and I can say that because Christian's not here to stop me. <laughs> so, uh, so, like, Nintendo was at the height of everything, and then all of a sudden, come PlayStation 2, and until now, Nintendo is still around, but Nintendo doesn't really seem to be the upper echelon of video games. And I know, like... People, let me, and this is why I say there needs to be a conversation, right? Because I, I want to preface, like, yet. Nintendo sells a lot. Me Nintendo too. is the second most profitable gaming company in the world behind Sony, right? So it's not to say that Nintendo doesn't sell stuff, but Nintendo definitely does not draw the media attention like the others do, right? Like, Nintendo is not frame of mind for a lot of people. As Travis said something earlier when we were talking, Nintendo's not the destination console. Like, many people have a Switch, but those people that have Switches probably also have other consoles at the house. Like, it's rare that somebody says, like, my only console I play on is Nintendo. But it's sure. not uncommon for somebody to be like, I'm a PlayStation gamer, or I'm an Xbox gamer, right? So, my, our discussion tonight is going to be around, can Nintendo get back to that point and then, if you were in charge, what would you do to to change it, to help them get back there, right? So, I, I'll just start this conversation off with your feedback on what I just said. Because sure. I know, like, it's loaded. And, and I'll also preface this. 
This conversation is going to revolve mostly around America. I get it. It's a different world when it comes to Nintendo in Japan, right? But, like, focused on America. So let's start with your feedback. Just, like, what are you guys thinking right now? Based off of what I said, what are your opinions? How are you feeling? Preston, I'll let you start because I know you probably uh-huh. already have a lot to say. So when you, so you, I'll let you start. I asked him this today, like, so what's the topic for today? And he let me know. I'm like... I'm like it makes it sound so negative. Like like Nintendo is like not top top dog yeah. right now, but top Nintendo's top dog. Like, like you might not hear about it too much, but I'm in the I'm in the middle. So yeah. so I'll, I'll be devil's advocate for both sides. Right, so so go ahead. Nintendo has the third highest selling console of all time, and that's this one. And the second one is them as well. Uh, the first one is PlayStation mm-hmm. Two. So it's I, I got I got it pulled up here. If you want actual stats, um, let me pull it up for you real quick. Are those stats broken down between the geos between America and Japan? No. So this is a dynamic list, and this is for all over. This is not for specific regions. <clears throat> so the top three are PlayStation Two, Nintendo DS, and Switch. Um, Switch has sold so far, according to the Wikipedia, has sold so far around let's say 129 million. It's 129.5. Mm-hmm. The next system within this generation is a PS5 that has sold 41 million. So already Nintendo has like tripled that number as far as their consoles. And then you go further sure. down there and you get Xbox Series S right around like somewhere around 21 million. But it's Nintendo is it has the name. They don't have to try too hard because everyone is going to get the Nintendo. Grandma knows what the Nintendo is. My, my the five year old knows what the Nintendo is because they know Mario. They love that shit. Sonic is now on Nintendo, sure. so they know it even more now. So it's just if a news, if like your average daily channel two, channel five, whatever news, they might even cover a Nintendo game because they know it's gonna be all right for them to cover. They know they're not gonna have titties popping up on the screen on accident. Like it's 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 not gonna be controversial because fucking Nintendo, man. Like it's it's mm-hmm. it's just it's it's very good for everybody type of games. To be fair, Nintendo and Switch drop if you break it down by regions. It is carried by Japan. Is it? Just so you know. Yeah, so if you I'd break it check down certain regions. If if you if you break it down by region, you have PlayStation 2, PlayStation 1, Dreamcast all above the Switch. Dreamcast is above the Switch? It is, oddly enough. Yeah. I don't know about the numbers, no. but I believe you. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. What's your source? Cite your sources. Oh, it is. Yeah, dude. My source is the most renowned source uh, in Wikipedia. Wikipedia. Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> but this is this is. Uh, now, to be fair, they don't have like this was the first year sales, um, sure. so they don't have like yeah. of all time right now because mm-hmm. clearly like Switch has probably beat it compared to the Dreamcast, but, like, it still it still changes over time. So, like, it shows um, units sold in America of the PlayStation 2 was 25 million. Um, and then the Switch in that first year was 3 million versus, like, when you look at Japan, the Switch here, October 29th of 2023, so the most recent figure, was, like, 31.5 million. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's very... The Switch is very carried by Japan. And that's why I wanted to preface, like... I understand what you're saying that Nintendo is massive. I even said sure. like I to to the last numbers we looked and this was I think a year ago we were doing a story based on just like monetary value. Nintendo was second to Sony, right? So they're higher than Microsoft. They're they're huge. But they still don't 
draw the attention when they like because in my opinion and Travis I'll come to you in a second and this is going to be so controversial and I'm sure both Christian and Jake are going to pitchforks ready against yeah yeah I know even your sister's going to come for me I know it <laughs> which is going to be so annoying um they're not they're not doing anything they're they're doing what Nintendo has always done and I'm not saying that's the wrong way to go Right, and we'll get to our opinions on like what we would do in a minute. But Nintendo has always held steady, right? Like it's my ball, and I'll do what I want with it. And if you don't like what I'm doing, then I'll take my ball and go home. So they don't give in to the things other companies are doing. But with that, they're not doing the big acquisitions. Um, they're really not changing their exclusives. They're not really going outside of what they do. Now that doesn't mean they're not selling units because they are, but that does mean that they don't get the attention that other people do. And like their last couple Nintendo directs have been pretty lame. Like they've just been like rehashes of things they've announced earlier. And I'm not going to say that I'm not looking forward to some of the games, but like they've been kind of boring, honestly. So. That's Jake what I mean by this. Your throat right now. <laughs> <laughs> I feel so bad for that last direct because Jake's like, I want to hear what your guys' opinion on. We're all like, it was kind of boring. Jake's like, oh, I was really expecting like us to have a fun conversation. I'm like, I'm sorry, man. Like, I enjoyed some of it, but yeah, the the the, the overall feeling of that direct for the testing room was not the greatest. Um, I mean, like to 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 your to this point though, Preston, right? Like, sorry, I, I just want to say this. Like, I had. I just bought this Mario game because I was reminded from you playing the Mario game that it came out. However... You've been a very like, busy boy, to be I was, fair. Sure. But I was also there for day one for, like, Spider-Man. I was there for to buy Baldur's Gate. I'm looking forward to, uh, in two weeks, when um, the man who raised his name, like, like a dragon, comes out and stuff. Like, Nintendo games, to me, sometimes just fall by the wayside because you know there's going to be a new one. There's going to be a new Zelda. There's going to be a lot of Nintendo games minus Star Fox or Metroid. F-Zero. But even but that, you were there, like... But you were, they, they're all you the were there on day one for Zelda, though. Yeah, but that's also because it was going to be a game that I could play on my Switch because that was the only thing I was taking to Japan, and I had a 14-hour flight ahead of me. Okay. And you are going <laughs> to Japan where it was made. Perfect. And it, yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> when so. you fit in. Travis, so what's, what's so a couple opinion? things. So a couple things. I I think it all depends on what you chalk up to. Like I understand what you're saying. Like and I said it earlier. Like I said when I play with friends, Nintendo is not the destination for that. Sure. Right. Not like the one, their online in, yeah, their online infrastructure, the amount of games that they have that's meant to be played with friends. Any of that stuff is nothing that I ever think about. However, mm-hmm. when you think about when you think about a, from from a business standpoint, you, if you take away like us as consumers, right? When you look at actual just publishing by the companies themselves, Nintendo blows everyone else out of the water. They can, yeah. So some documents that came out during the so FT, tell me, uh, what, FTC what and Microsoft thing. So, so during the trial where Microsoft was mm-hmm. trying to acquire Activision, there was documents that came out to make, make sure that it wasn't a monopoly, right? Yeah. Oh, sure. So documents came out that the, 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 the publishing of those specific like brands, so like Nintendo, EA, t- uh, Take-Two, Nintendo was five point – and I understand this is worldwide, okay? Mm-hmm. 
Nintendo was $5.18 billion. Next in line was EA at 4.5, then Take mm-hmm. Two at 2.3. And you're talking about like Grand Theft Auto, Theft right? Numbers, yeah. Sony was $2.1 billion. Activision was, that has World of Warcraft for God's sakes, so, or Activision slash Blizzard, $2 billion. Then Epic at 1.7, which has Fortnite. Then Ubisoft, Xbox, and then uh, Bandai Games. So, to your point, they don't have to do anything because kind of the amount you, that yeah. they sell just just with Nintendo revenue by itself of the games that they release, they don't have to do anything, right? However, with that being said, that doesn't mean that they should just rinse and repeat every single franchise and or IP that they have. I think that's how many of those publishers not- that you mentioned too, though, fall under one company or will soon. Like yeah. you have Activision, Correct. you have Ubisoft, like they're they're publishers, but they actually fall under one company. If you add some of those up, Nintendo might actually have a race on their hands. Well now that so so if you take the Activision and Blizzard that they did by themselves before Microsoft acquired them, that's mm-hmm. two billion on top of Microsoft's one point three, it still doesn't equal up to be five billion. Sure. However, sure, sure. with that being said, I think because of that, that has made Nintendo be- become placent. I say all that I to just agree say with you. that, like, to 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 what we said earlier, to circle all back, Spider-Man mm-hmm. was a safe bet for Sony, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that every time they release this Zelda, this 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 uh, Mario, they're all safe, but they're so profitable, right? Like, when's the last time you can say that you played a bad Mario or Zelda game? You know what Could I it? mean? It, and I'm not saying that I don't agree with you. Over 10 years I don't. Ago. I'm not saying that I don't agree with you. That I think they need to do more than just give us yes. like new versions of what already exists. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying I think they look at themselves and say we don't have to. <laughs> you know what 100%. I mean? Because I think a few things that I'll say real quick is because of the type of so if you look at Nintendo's business model, right? They do not sell their console at a loss out of the gate. Microsoft mm-hmm. and Sony both sell their consoles at a loss, expecting to make that up with, obviously, services and, and uh, games that they're selling you. Nintendo does not do that. Yep. So um, with that being said, I think because the Switch is what it is, it restricts them from having better relationship with third-party support because those games can't run on a Switch. Definitely. So there's definitely things, and there's definitely a discussion around what they could do to be better, but the problem is because they're so profitable with their IPs, I just don't think they care. Because like if you look at their online service infrastructure, that has not been – like how easy could it be to partner with Microsoft and just integrate Xbox Live into it? Or say, hey, I know we can't play powerful consoles, but this is a destination where you can have xCloud service and stream those xCloud games to your Nintendo console. Those bridges aren't being built, at least that we know of. So there's definitely things that they could do, but when I look at the amount of revenue they're making from their own IPs, it dwarfs everybody else. I mean, EA is the closest, right? And but, we all know microtransactions and all that yeah. stuff that EA does. But like, and and soccer, that doesn't mean their, they their shouldn't whole do monetary more. Monetary thing is yeah from FIFA. So yeah, at least it was. I say all that to say, I say all that to say that Nintendo probably looks at themselves and say, we don't really need to do something, but I don't think that's an excuse. I think they should do more personally. Well, and you know, so I see both. But again, like, but everything you're saying, a lot of that is carried by that Japanese market. This would never happen. Right. But like 
just give a hypothetical. What if all of a sudden we stopped trade with Japan and you could no longer like get the games over here, whatever, like it's not going to hurt their business as much because it's all coming from Japan. But that's kind of my thing there. Like if you look at America, we still buy their stuff, but it's not, they don't make splashes. You know, Travis, you said like they play it safe and that is spot on. And I admitted it's not the money thing, but like what can, what can Nintendo do or can they ever do something uh, that gets them in the headlines that people take them as seriously every time, like the word Nintendo is thrown around it's, oh my gosh, did you know Nintendo is doing this, Nintendo is doing that, to get people excited? Because when you look at the releases of this year, like the notable releases, so you have a new Pokemon game, cool, you have a new Fire Emblem game, great, and Jake, that's not a dig, I'm just saying it's an existing IP, right? That's They're good games, I get it. You have Metroid Prime Remastered, Tales of Symphonia Remastered, Kirby, Bayonetta, another Pokemon game. Which is Kirby game. Right, you have uh, Pokemon Horizons, another one. You have Advanced Wars one and two. You have Legend of Zelda: Tears of the Kingdom, Pikmin, Pikmin uh, one and two on Switch and four. Then you have F Zero ninety nine um, for yeah. Preston and the other thirty seven yeah. people playing that game. You have Detective Pikachu Returns, Super Mario Brothers Wonder, WarioWare Move It, and uh, Persona Five Tactica, and Super Mario RPG. Again, I don't expect any of those games to be bad. Because Nintendo puts out solid, like, solid games. But the net new, like, legitimately, out of that whole list of, like, notable releases. And just so you know, like, this is off this is off fandom, uh, fandom.com, but this is, like, the Nintendo page, yeah. right? So it's dedicated Nintendo. The only net new is Persona 5 Tactica. And that's, like, a third spinoff to a game that came out, like, seven years ago, Pretty right? Pretty sure that's also coming out on other consoles, yes. I think I think it is. Yeah, this wasn't these weren't necessarily exclusives. It's sure. just notable releases yeah. this year. Um, yeah. So, and like Hogwarts, big game, but they're getting it this month when everybody else has gotten it and beat beat it in April or what have you. So it's just one of those things where like, I love Nintendo, I love Monster Hunter games, I I, I love Zelda games and stuff, but they're always safe. And when you look at the console, the reason they're not selling their console at a loss which is a great business model, by the way. So I'm not hitting on them for this, but they're doing that because the quality of their console and the performance it produces is less than what the other things are producing, right? They're not the same 4K. They're not the same ray tracing. They can't pump the same graphics. There are games they don't get at the same time because your console just flat out can't handle it. And like, that's a shame. Like, I would love to play the Switch more. It's just one of those things where like, you just don't, you know? Yeah. Well, oddly enough, I was looking at this uh, article, and I don't know how, I don't know how, uh, I don't know how this, this probably won't come through, obviously, so I'm not going to bother sharing my screen, but um, but I'm looking at revenue from 2016 all the way up to 2023 for Nintendo revenue total. Mm-hmm. Oddly enough, from in 2020, uh, 2021, revenue, uh, um, they, they led revenue in the U.S., uh, and then in 2022, also the U.S. led revenue, and also 2023. Japan is actually third in Nintendo revenue. Europe is after us. I'm pretty so, sure uh, yeah, that's not good. that's not fair though, because in 2020 and 2021, PlayStation Five was still having chip constraints and still was not able to be purchased. Just playing devil's advocate. 
on that. No, I'm I, just saying from Nintendo in general. So you're saying so you're saying because we couldn't get PlayStations, people just settled for Switches? No, I'm saying that like their revenue would be higher because people could buy them. Like you if still could. could not yeah. buy a PlayStation at all. Like you just couldn't even find it. So of course their revenue is gonna be lower in those years because it just could not be purchased due to the chip shortage. Well get good PlayStation. That's all I'm saying. I'm saying. Well, all I'm saying is if I want a PlayStation, I'm not going to settle for a Switch. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I was like, if you no, really want no, a PlayStation, no, I, the Switch is like a big kick in the balls. No, I get that. You're not going to settle for a Switch, but if you are going to buy both, you could go out tomorrow and buy a Switch. You may not be allowed to buy your PlayStation for another eight months, right? Like, that's that's all yeah. I mean by that. Um, well, okay. Now, with okay. that being said, too, parents may look at that different. If you're looking for right. a kid, and if your option is $500 for one, 200 for the other, one can't be purchased, the other can you might buy the other, but that's, also that's my that's my only comment for PlayStation. Like they were at a at a constraint. Sure, and also like yeah. think of the people like anyone that I know who is like a I hate the saying the word casual gamer. Like my cousin who doesn't play game video games very often, but he does like a video game every once in a while. He gets the Switch because that every once in a while game is going to be Zelda that's going to carry him for eight mm-hmm. months of this year, or like the Mario that's going to carry him for another five months or something like that. To where it's like he doesn't need games like we do to where we play over a dozen games a year and we're having a hard time figuring out what our top 10 games is he have a hard time putting up top of three games because he's probably only played one or two games this year but N- nintendo is just that one thing to where he knows he can get it he knows there's going to be pokemon or mario or zelda or something coming out that year that's going to be enough for him and he knows that's going to be good like same way called call of duty people like they're going to get they used to get a playstation now they're going to start getting xbox because of the uh whatever things that they get with it and game pass and shit. So I was going to ask you, do you think your cousin and people like your cousin outweigh the casuals that just do like Call of Duty, Fortnite, Madden? So he is also one of those guys too that who like just did Call of Duty with his college friends. Um, mm-hmm. Now it's just, I think more, it's more or less now to where he doesn't like really play games online, which is why he's on the Switch because he doesn't have to worry about, mm-hmm. he doesn't care about going online and playing Call of Duty or anything like that. He wants to have just, you know, if he wants to like, he owns his own business, so he just whips out his Switch, plays Zelda for a little bit, and then when he has to go do work, he can put it down and not have to worry. I mean, he can pause it, essentially. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what do you... Uh, well, let me ask you. I mean, what do you think Nintendo needs to do to, you know, I guess fix the issues that you see? I, I can guarantee you. Yeah, so, so if we look at... Do you, yes. Yeah? Right. So if we look... If we look at, like... If we turn our attention... Again, it's not the revenue thing. I know they make revenue. Sure. They just don't make splashes. When a Nintendo announcement comes up, we are perpetually disappointed because it's not a new console and it's not like new games, right? Or the games that people really want, especially for Preston. I get it. you got one game, Preston. You got F Zero ninety nine, and that's been fueling you for a while. People but you don't have really half the games you. Tears of the Kingdom. Like that. You, you don't have half the stuff you really want. Sure. It, it, you're tears of the Kingdom. Shit. It's probably going to win Game of the Year, or it's going to sweep yeah. a lot of awards, yeah. right? I'm not to say the game's bad, but like it made a splash. That that's all you're hanging your hat on, right? Like there's, well, there's not much else. On Spider-Man. We just talked about Sony this. is Sony's coming out with a new handheld, like it or not, and Sony has a Stop. brand new streaming service to allow you to play. No, that's legit, right? Like. You can play your games wherever you are as long as you have Wi-Fi, albeit <laughs> there the you PAL go. versions, the PAL versions, right? But, like, but again, they're doing stuff. Microsoft is pushing forward with a, with a streaming service. Microsoft is trying to push forward with um, acquisitions, same with Sony, and, and coming out with, like, unique new IP with Starfield and so on. Like, 
Nintendo does none of that. So Splatoon. What do I think? And and here's the sometimes they do do that, but they do it in a way that they either don't tout or they don't let live up to the full potential. Um, and so I'll give you an example. Like I think I think Nintendo needs to be more innovative. Sure. Now I do think but then you get the fucking lag of- again, man. I was gonna say there's tons of innovation in the past, right? And I'm sure as soon as I said that, Chris is like, they're they're all kinds of they are. They're really innovative. The Labo is really, really smart. Yes. Right? But Me, it's it's mind blowing to people. It, it's what it's what you can do with it. It's not really like something that they invested in. They said, Hey, here's this cool technology and like go have fun and make your own stuff. But like they could have done more with Labo. The Wii was super innovative and the Wii Fit was super, super cool. But like they're always held back by the quality of their console. Like, how could you have used some of that technology with better games? That's, with more yeah. innovative games, with, like, better-looking games? They have the little things on the Wii where you could, like, you know, have a fake little gun, not anything that looks like a real gun, but just, like, a controller to where you could aim and pull the trigger on a screen or shoot a bow. They had one for the um, Zelda. Yeah. But, like, it was such a shit experience but if you had more people adopting it, like what could that have been? And how could that yeah. have worked in other games that weren't sure. just like pulling your bow back in Zelda? So I'd like to see them be more innovative. On top of that, I personally would like to see them invest so much more in their online presence. Like, yes, I, I would 100% agree. Let me chat. Let me chat and have a party with my friends, right? Like in, in a simple, easy way. Let me have like, some games that I can stream to other devices or even to this, like it is a portable handheld. Why can I not just stream games to it without having to need like pay for an SD card? And you can say like, Oh, you have to buy an SD card. It's like capitalism baby. But like, that's not the case, man. (laughs) Just why can't I stream to it? I'll pay for your service, which will get you more money over time than that one little SD card is going to get you. I just, I think they always play it too safe, and they it, they say, like, this is my ball. You can play with my ball, but if you want to change, I'll just take it and go home. And I, if it were me, I would do things differently, and I think if they did things a little differently, if they went out and they, and they started working with those other third-party publishers to say, like, let's show what our consoles can do, come make games for us day one, and maybe they invested in pushing the boundaries a little bit of better graphics. It would just be something fun, new, and innovative. It would turn the Switch into that destination console and not just the one that plays games when I travel um, beyond four hours. Because my Steam Deck can do everything else, right? Like, Yeah. Preston, what do you got? I'll let you go. Um, I, I think, Travis, you hit it like really well to where it's like they don't feel that they have to do a whole lot because it's Nintendo. When they put out a Zelda... It's it's the highest. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure when I checked it, uh, it's like the highest selling game this year, already. So it's and then Mario's gonna be. It's gonna sell fucking gangbusters, especially when the holiday comes around. Every kid's gonna get that new Mario game, almost guarantee, unless they have crappy parents. And they'll but, have a bundle during the holidays, I'm sure. Yeah, exactly. So it's this has been the issue I've had with Nintendo since the Wii, is that they know they're going to make gangbusters on their one or two IPs that they pushed out that year. Same thing with the same thing. What Sony's doing nowadays? We can't even talk about uh, Microsoft because they put out meh IPs outside of Hi-Fi Rush. If we're talking about Hi-Fi Rush this year, what do they have? They had Redfall. Game's fucking garbage. So and Starfield, we're all kind of met on it. 
and it's a fucking Bethesda game. So it's Nintendo knows that they like, like you said that they they make money on their consoles. They're not taking out a loss, so all they gotta do is pump out two really good Nintendo games, and then everything else yeah. can fall by the wayside. Um, they're still yeah. doing really good. I mean, people might talk shit on their versions of those retro games they have on there, but guess what? They have them on there, okay? They put Harvest Moon out there. You don't have to pay over $100 for a retro version of it or go to some pirated website and get a like, virus and malware just to play Harvest Moon. You can now play it on your Nintendo Switch. Like, it's they're yeah. doing good strides toward that. I, 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 now, I would love those games to be better. Uh, they would definitely be nice um, emulations that are, already exist out there on the PC realm. Um, but... They're, they're trying a little bit with that, like, retro, kind of bringing those games back so that way you don't have to go fork over, uh, you know, uh, an arm and a leg just to play the game that you loved 30 years ago, right? So yeah, I think they're doing a lot better with that. Um, they used to be really good at doing... Um, they were getting better, I mean, as far as the online play when it came to, like, the Wii U. I think the Wii U was trying to go um, do a little bit better with that. Like, that's where we got Splatoon. That's where they did the whole, like the Wii-verse or the Mii-verse or whatever to where everyone was doing like their little like drawings and shit like that. Um, Mario yeah. Maker where everyone was getting together and playing their Mario games. Like, yes, there wasn't like really voice chat for that, but they were they were trying with their online on that console. And it just sucks because that was probably like one of the least selling uh, Nintendo costumes of all time probably if I look back at it. Um, because it's just, there's certain parts of that console that weren't great. They didn't support it as well as their other consoles, I feel. Um, but it's, it's I think I think they could could do it very well. But like Alex was saying, they need to step up their game. And from what the rumors are right now is that the next Nintendo console is going to be on that level of PS4, Xbox One, which is good. I'm glad they're getting to that level so that way something like Call of Duty can be on there without a huge downgrade. And then you can just integrate that. Like, okay, well, we also have the Call of Duty. We also have the NBA whatever. We also have Madden. Uh, things like that to where it's like, okay, those games that you went to PlayStation and stuff like that for, you can. You can get there too. Or, like, whatever, like, the nice third-party game comes out. Like, hell, I mean, it's not going to happen. But, like, let's say they had a console that was actually performing well as far as, like, like actual performance. And they could get the Boulders Gate 3. They could do things like those, like, big highbrow games that are going to everywhere that just can't go to Nintendo right now because the console can't handle those games. And they can't play yeah. those games. Or if they do play them, it looks like shit, like fucking Mortal Kombat 1 does, and you get laughed into the ground. Yeah. Yeah, I had that experience. To, to be, like, oh, go ahead, Alex. Okay. I was gonna say, to be fair, like when you say that a lot of the exclusives right now in Microsoft kind of suck. Like, I know some of them are kind of middling, um, but they do have good exclusive IP, right? You have yes, the, like do. Tales Halo's series, there, you have the, the Hellblade there. Senua. Yep. But like the thing with them is, sure, I mean I have all the great exclusives, but it, say I'm gonna buy two of those exclusives for sixty bucks a pop. Well, I could just buy an entire year of Game Pass, and now I actually have like a lot of top yes, tier no, games, yes, and they're not just right. and they're not just old games like Nintendo is doing for like their, their yeah, it's new stuff, right? And like it's the Yakuza stuff. game, I think is going to Game Pass and shit like that too. So yeah, all of them are all yeah. of them are on there right exactly. now, like all the Yakuza, but like you also get um, some of the indie games mm -hmm. on there too, oh, yeah. which are huge around Dredge and, and other stuff, and they come there first. So like I agree, that Microsoft's console or exclusives are kind of middling right now but at least you have another supportive service sure. that gives you a lot of top tier double a and triple a yes. games that nintendo doesn't really have right like you're you're buying all of those games and think about the service nintendo could have 
if you you could charge the same price, $120 a year, $150 a year, maybe $15 a month. But if I could have all of those IPs on a, on a streaming service day one, if I could have the Zelda day one, if I could tr dabble in the six Pokemons you're going to release, because I'm not going to buy all six of them. But if I could dabble in them from your service. You couldn't even get like, Christian to buy that Pokemon of, game this year. And you, you have a lot of value to offer if you were just willing to like do it. And then if you went further and brought in the third parties, right? If you, you're getting Call of Duty over there now, great, Call of Duty is there and Hogwarts is coming. But like if you started partnering with those to have them on your service too, like the other big two do, like you would have the best value of anyone. Yeah. Sorry, Travis. No, nah, you're good. You're good. I got a lot to say, but I'll be quick about it. No, so got no, time. I think, <laughs> I, think uh, I think it all kind of starts with me. I feel like they're really. It all starts it. with you. He is the key to this whole thing. We'll he will make or yeah. break Nintendo moving forward. No, I. I know. <laughs> I really think that like they hamper themselves by the underperformance that is in their console, right? I, th yeah. I think I, allu I alluded to it earlier, right? Because like I think having more third-party support would help draw in, and this might be a hot take. And for Christian and, and Jake, I'm sorry, but that's just how I feel. The last time that I considered Nintendo in the same realm as Sony and Microsoft, when I could really feel like I could play anything on any console, was GameCube. Yeah. Because at that mm -hmm. point, they were releasing pretty much all titles across all platforms. Like, I played Time Splitters on PS2, mm -hmm. then I played the new uh, Time Splitters when it came out on GameCube. Same thing with Resident Evil, mm -hmm. Resident Evil 4. Dude, now, there may have been slight GameCube had graphical. Oh, that's what I'm saying. Like, GameCube, out of all Nintendo consoles, other than Super Nintendo, because, like, that just has a special place in my heart. Like, GameCube was by far my, my favorite one. And they, and they had a exclusive, and Christian knows this, because... They had an exclusive Metal Gear Solid game that mm -hmm. was the PS1 version remade with better graphics. Twin Snakes. And, like, it's Twin Snakes is by far my favorite Metal Gear Solid game in the entire franchise. And you best believe when they when they did this whole collection that's coming out, that is not included, which breaks my heart. But anyways, I think it all comes down to hardware because I felt like after that, that's where they kind of got left behind hardware-wise was after the GameCube. Because pretty much the Wii had the exact same hardware as the GameCube, except it had Wii Motion essentially, sure. right? Like, and then once you got the, uh, God, what was the one after it? God, I'm blanking. Wii U. Uh, it was the Wii. Yeah, Wii mm -hmm. U was basically a, a, a better version, but basically it was on last last generation's console for like PlayStation and uh, and uh, Xbox at that point. So hardware-wise, they just splitting. fell behind. They're splitting themselves because they sent with the handheld. They had handheld and they had console. They're trying yeah. to balance, and that just didn't do well. Which is why the Switch yeah. is doing so well. Yeah. this generation. Yeah, yeah, but uh, so I think it all comes down to if they could be more competitive hardware-wise. I'm not mm -hmm. saying they need to even be on the same par, like, like be on the same level as like Sony and Microsoft when it comes to that. But if you can at least be somewhere in the atmosphere, right, like. I think that would bring in more third-party support, which I think in its own will help. But when you do that, when you bring in more third-party support, you also need to have the online infrastructure to support actual online service, playing with friends, bringing in cross-play, right? Because that's something that's gotten better over time. Like, you don't necessarily feel like you have to be left out if I have a PlayStation and my friend has an Xbox. Like, most games now are, are cross-play, or at least cross-save. Um, but I think it it all starts with hard advanced hardware. I think I think will help. Um, to Alex's point uh, that he made earlier about 
I think Nintendo could stand to have some exclusive partnerships with other people outside of themselves. I think that would help. Um, but when I feel like if I'm a developer and I am going to say I'm going to be tied to Nintendo, I already feel like I'm in a box for what I can make just because of the power of the hardware. You know what you I mean? But then, well, and and the company, like you can't be, and not to say that games need to be adult or push the boundaries, but like you're already catering to some of those things. So like uh, a Persona, right? Five Persona Five had very adult themes in it, though it was kind of a, a, a young teen sure. to everyone game. But like Nintendo's probably not letting that fly. Right, I was Your surprised. Boss Bayonetta is not going to be a little penis it, monster honestly. where the coach like has you know some inappropriate they, dialogue and situations with the students. Like this, they're just not going to let. They're that very go. weird so on what they box. allow because like they had Resident what Resident Evil Seven was it was cloud version, but they still had Resident Evil in there. So like they'll let them. Right, you know those like weird like anime panty games. Like they they have weird fucking but no, but stuff. You, in those you games. can you can be on it. You can be on their service. But if you, but to Travis's point, if you decide to be a developer for them, sure, specifically they're for gonna them. lock you down. But there's yeah, like you're gonna yeah, you're gonna lose that capability. Yeah, I mean it's, I, I've seen them have that, but yeah, Nintendo does try to be a little more PG. Yeah, or PG thirteen at and least. And that's actually, yeah, that was actually my next point is more mature titles because I feel like if you allow that, then you're gonna actually diversify like. The people that are actually coming to your console. Zelda doesn't need to chop off people... heads, but you could have the next Resident no. Evil in a console or something like that. But it, it's right. I was gonna Go say, um, as far as like when you guys are talking about like different uh, companies coming in with them and like being worried about getting doing exclusively for Nintendo, like we can slightly shut that down a little bit. Being like, look at Monster Hunter. Monster Hunter it does world on the consoles, but can easily do Monster Hunter Rise on the console. Do a game and perform wildly better than you would think it would on that console. It's just, I don't know if like maybe the other companies aren't, don't know how to access the power of the switch or at least be able to make games of that ilk, like that quality that look that could perform that well and make you believe that it's, it could be just like PS five game as well. If you wanted it to be, yeah, I don't. So that, I loved I love that Monster Hunter game. Yes. This is not a knock on the game, oh, yeah. but if I it I'm going to go look at it right now. I don't think they went with the quote unquote like realistic look. I think that game went a little bit more cartoony than World did. I think it was like the dumbed down graphics for sure. Like it wasn't as yeah, good, but like, yeah, yeah. I mean like when you look at the difference between World, like, if you put them side by side, you will 1000% see a difference. Like it will be well, very noticeable. Um yeah. but I mean you but don't notice right, it, it when gorgeous. you play it though. Right, you're, that's fair. It, still it was looks gorgeous good. on Switch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I. That's the thing. It's like there's certain type of genres that I get into. I can overlook like graphics, but there's just some games like that I play that I just want to be immersed in. And sometimes I just feel like I can't get that experience. Like if they were to release the same game on Switch and then also PS5 or or Xbox, like depending on the game, like I'm going to choose that just for the fidelity alone, depending on what type of game like it is. Like a Mortal you know Kombat. I mean? That's like the, big, like, the biggest shiny been times, Yeah, and there's been times that I've chose to play in handheld mode because I know that when I dock that Switch and it pulls up on my 78-inch OLED, it's going to look like hot garbage. You know it's what I mean? But on that smaller good. screen, yeah. I can kind of fool myself. You know what I mean? Um, the last two points that I wanted to... Well, three, three last points I want to make just real quick. So... I think they need to be better about having global, um, like global marketing campaigns. To Alex's point, I don't think they're uh, outside of Nintendo Direct. 
Like, when's the last time? I mean, how often do you actually see advertisement for Nintendo? Like, whether it's like on so, YouTube or watching videos online. Like, I don't see space, it very often. Yes, they do it because like you have the Nintendo advocates who are in there in the gaming section. They'll bring the console for you to play. They don't advertise it very well, um, but they are there. Uh, they're at conventions. Like there was the um, Pixel. Uh, fuck, I can't remember the name of it. It's Pixel something. Um, and it's in St. Louis. It's like a gaming convention with all the indie games come together, like people locally and stuff like that too. Show off their games. Yeah. Nintendo will have like a small little booth there of like an actual representative that they send to like okay. show off like the latest Mario Kart fucking courts or something like that. Or like maybe some like small indies that are coming to like Nintendo. They'll put out there too. But it's just, you're all right. It, it, they don't put themselves out there as much, and they definitely don't advertise that they're at those locations. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, and I've definitely seen Nintendo reps inside of certain stores that I've been within, and they're always super chill and very yeah. informative. But, like, outside of that, like, TV ads and online stuff, sure. unless I'm specifically on a gaming site, I don't typically see it a whole lot. Um, one other thing is, with the Switch obviously being a mobile console, and with their games being, like, I know obviously Pokemon Go is a big deal, but I feel like if they had mobile integration between, like, if they had mobile versions of apps that tied into physical games that you were playing on the Switch, so you could take part of it with you, do some stuff, and then when you come back, because I remember, like, Blizzard worked that into World of Warcraft for a while, where you could run missions essentially on your mobile app, and then that would tie back into your real game. Um, I know that they obviously can't... I'm going to go further on that one, Travis, and just say, let me have a way I can stream my stupid Switch to my iPad. I can do it with PlayStation, and I can do it with Xbox. There's, there's, that sorry, my, there's no reason you can't do it. Right? I, think you were, <laughs> like, I, think, I think you were inside my mind, because the last, the last point <laughs> I had was specifically cloud gaming. Um, yeah. Because to your point, like I would pay $120 a year if I could have access to a certain part of their mm -hmm. library, and I could either, A, have a time trial on certain games that I would have to buy at some point, maybe at a discounted rate, but I could at least try them out. Um, or if I could just straight stream them over the network directly to my Switch, you know, uh, I think cloud gaming, especially because if you do the cloud gaming, and we've seen it with like Chromebooks and other things that are underpowered, like you can get some really good quality games being streamed over the cloud as long as you have a decent network card in it, right? Um, and you honestly could probably play games at a higher quality rate than the Switch could natively run if it was streamed over the cloud instead. Mm -hmm. And you um, could think about this too, right? When it comes to the, the cloud streaming, you could even go Nintendo Premium if you wanted and charge 20 bucks a month. Like the hot match, whatever Sony's highest version is. Because at the end of the day, Sony and Microsoft still don't have like all the all the uh, big AAAs because they're not exclusive, right? So like you'll still have yeah. to buy a game for 60 bucks and pay their service. But if you count Nintendo's IP, all the existing IPs we said that were like notable releases this year... Everything's like Switch only. All those Pokemon, yeah. all those Zeldas, all those Kirby's, all those um, uh, the one Jake like Fire Emblems, like all this stuff is Nintendo only. So you could have all of that like on there. The value there would be incredible, and they could all be day one because they're not cross-platform. So you could yeah. put them on your streaming service, like, I, and then you could charge a premium. Yeah, I think a perfect partnership for them, and I just don't think it would ever exist, but to get around like partnering with Sony and to get around partnering with Microsoft, if they could somehow work out a partnership with GeForce Now, mm -hmm. I think that would be huge. If I could stream PC quality games to my handheld over the network, like that would be phenomenal. I mean, you could do it with a $200 Logitech handheld console that it's solely its sole purpose is just cloud gaming, right? But if I had a Switch where I could play on-device games and also have access to like 
hundreds of PC games. And maybe there's a trade-off. Maybe NVIDIA says, hey, we want to be able to stream Nintendo games and be able to have those played on PCs. I don't think that would ever happen, but that would definitely put Microsoft and, and Sony in a position of like, you know, not great standings if you could have, you know, be able to do that. But uh, but that was so the last point that I had around what they what they the, could do. The point to your handheld is a good one too, and it's what I've been thinking of for a little bit, which is like, say the next Switch to the Switch Pro, the not called Switch, whatever the next handheld is going to be, if if it matches the PS4, the question is like, so what? You're still behind, right? And right now it doesn't matter. Like, you, people are still going to buy that like crazy, but we're getting to the point where the handheld market is getting really, really popular with the Steam Deck, with the Asus, with, uh, there's like a Lenovo one. There's, there's all kinds now, and I know they're not all great, but some are. So the question is going to be, then are you going to have a underpowered handheld in the Switch? And then you're going to be like, oh, but you can dock it. It's a console. Right. But it's also an underpowered console at that point. And I feel like if you want to stay up with the game over time, you're going to have to be you're going to have to be like current in one of those things. Either we're like we're a top handheld that can also be docked as a console or the top console that can be taken on the go. Because you're getting to the point now where like even your freaking phones can play games at higher resolution and better quality than the Switch can, right? Like what? Resident yeah. Evil just released on iPad, and my iPad has a better screen than that Switch does, and like that sucks. I mean, yeah, if I, I, gonna, I, yeah. I don't want to game on my iPad. I would rather game on my Switch if I could. Well, like, that's what that I was going to say. I mean, you saw me pull up <laughs> Divinity 2 on my iPad, and it's like the full-blown game, but if I, I have Divinity on uh, Switch, and if I pull it up, it's almost unplayable because it's so blurry. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a night and day difference. Like, if I play it on my iPad, it almost looks like the PC version. Like, it's it's unreal. But, um, and I also think one of the things I was really disappointed about by Nintendo that I think they could get better at is when they did their mid their mid console life, uh, console life, like upgrade, they did OLED, but nothing else. Like, that would have been a great opportunity to maybe have a bump in specs, but it was nothing. You know what I mean? Like, it was just, here's an OLED. I mean, don't get me wrong. I have the OLED Switch, and it's beautiful, and I love it. But, like, it, they're still you're still limited by the power. Yeah, it might be brighter and have better color saturation, but it just, you know, and sometimes it points out flaws more just because it tends to pop more. You know what I mean? So. If Nintendo is being saved by the fact that right now, in my opinion, um, again, I know they make a ton of money, but, like, they're kind of saved by the fact that Sony is so stupid. Like if this handheld wasn't a local network device only, that's a big deal. Now you have yeah. uh, that online service. Your PlayStation has great exclusives. It's a popular console. And then if you had that better screen, and everything like that's scary. Luckily, Sony's fucking stupid and said, you can only use us to play in your local network. And like you saved yourself, but all it's going to take is somebody just change that or a Microsoft to come out and say our service, we're not making handhelds, but our service can be played on all of your smartphones, all of your tablets, all of your computers. And we partner with somebody else like, well, then they're going to take off, right? Because they don't care about yeah. hardware. They just want the service. So it, it, Nintendo, they're not lost because they're very focused. Like they know this is what we make. This is what people buy. And this is what we're doing. But it seems like there could be the potential 
if somebody else breaks through into into Japan, if, if Microsoft broke through into Japan, if Sony started getting bigger because their consoles are whatever more affordable, like Nintendo could be at a real disadvantage if they don't acknowledge what the market is doing or acknowledge what the industry is doing. Yeah, especially with the rise of these new hand these PC handhelds. To your point, yes, like, 100%. you know, how do you how could would it benefit them to have an avenue that people can get Nintendo games on those consoles, even if it's just cloud versions, even if they want to like let you buy it through Steam or buy it through them directly, like being able to stream Nintendo games to those PC handhelds, like. Well, now you pretty much know. got anything I, on the. You can pretty much get like not anything, but like you can get most things on your Steam Deck now. Like it's PlayStation's putting their games on PC now. Like it's not day and date, but you, a year later you're gonna be able to play Marvel Spider-Man Two on that Steam Deck. It's gonna be fucking flawless. It's gonna look nice. It's gonna run well, and it's gonna be like it spits in the face of Nintendo. Like what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. If the Steam Deck can do it, what are you doing? Yeah, and yeah, it, Microsoft like going towards um jrpgs microsoft Mm -hmm. signing deals with like atlas right to get their games there like that's another big hit it it, i think it's a bigger hit towards sony and we've talked about that but like it's still japanese companies that make games that could be at home on the switch and they're not right just because like you're so focused on the stuff you're making yeah so anyway any final thoughts on that do you think we'll ever see a Microsoft or a Sony theme park like we did Nintendo Land? Uh, maybe Sony. If the Nintendo's pops off, I think you can see a Sony, but it'll be more like a Universal. Be kind of more of a Universal Studios, you know, a little more gritty. No, Nintendo Land's like Disney. The Sony want to be like Universal. I do have a although, question. Although for I that. do believe that the Nintendo is, is it not Universal? Oh yeah, it doesn't is like it not Universal well, Studios um, Tokyo. I think it's like I think it's like <laughs> right, right next to it or something like that. But yeah, I, I can't. I don't remember. Um, I I actually real quick Travis I actually agree with Preston on that one I think that Japan is like they're the home of the theme park Walt Disney actually like modeled Disney World after a lot of Japanese theme parks and actually brought Japanese engineers to do it so I agree if anybody could do it it would absolutely be Sony because Japanese culture like that's where you have an uncharted minecart ride you would have some weird VR thing for like God of War you could do a lot you do a lot yeah, Mario Mario Land is one hundred percent at Universal Studios okay, <laughs> in Japan. <Yeah. laughs> but I, right. get, I I know what you were saying. I know what you were saying. Yeah. I, I totally agree. Yeah. All right. So I thought of a good a good question to maybe end this topic on if you want. Mm-hmm. Sure. Sure. All right. So you have to fuck, marry, and kill Microsoft, <laughs> Nintendo, Jesus and Christ, Sony. Travis. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. So I'll, I'll I'll go first on this one. Um, so. I, I'm gonna marry. I'm gonna marry Nintendo, because as much as much as I've been hating right now, it's safe, right? Is that- it's safe. It's safe. You know that quality you're getting. It's safe. But dude, I, I'm a fuck with some Microsoft. Is is all I'm gonna say, right? I like what they're doing. I like that wireless service. If I had to kill anybody, it would be Jim Ryan. Um, so yeah, that's that's where we're going. I sh- actually, we can redact that if we want. Because uh, <laughs> I don't want to make actual threats on a podcast. I don't mean that. I'm glad God, he's I didn't leaving. mean to come here and, and cause no. chaos. I just thought it'd if be I, fun to talk about. If, if I could kill any of them, it would be Sony. Um, yeah. It, yeah. Because I think Microsoft would pick up that mantle of, um, of uh, Final Fantasy. 
and 14's already on computer. It's like I already have it on all. You like you like the outfits PlayStation wore. I can wear those outfits too, baby. It's okay. We can do some. Yeah, exactly. Microsoft would role play PlayStation for me. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) I agree. So I would kill kill Sony, fuck with some Microsoft, and I would marry Nintendo because it'd be safe. That's that's about right. I would agree. Is that you? Is that I would agree? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I've I've known (laughs) Nintendo for so long. Me and Nintendo, we're we're very tight. It's as you can't walk away from all those years, you know. So it's and then. Microsoft, I mean, like I said, Microsoft can wear the PlayStation dress. It's fine. Yeah, I, uh, <laughs> this might be a hot take, but I'm going to kill Nintendo. Okay. I'm going to marry right. Sony and I'm going to fuck with Microsoft. I do think, though, honestly, if you look at Sony and you look at Nintendo, I feel like Sony is very much adopting a lot of the way that Nintendo thinks about themselves. And I find that to be very scary and it makes me sad. Um, do you? What do you yes. mean? Like a lot of their, like, we don't need to do anything. Like we have real. I think they're so hung up on thinking they have the best exclusives across all consoles that they don't need to do anything outside of just the IP that they have established right now. I just think yeah. they are playing it, playing it safe. I feel like PS4, the dawn of PS4, was like when indie, uh, indie, a lot of indie studios really came through, and that was a lot of the library, right? Um, and then they have some exclusives, and I felt like the peak for me. I think the, the, what I think the peak for uh, for Sony was was Last of Us, mm-hmm. and I think Horizon is good as well. But I think they're so high on their horse about like we can't do no wrong because our exclusives are so good that they're failing to innovate. That's what. That, yeah, I I kind of get what you say. They're going to be safe though. They're always going to be safe because as long as their hardware is top tier, other companies are going to make things for all consoles. I- and it's always yeah. going to run on PlayStation, right? Um, I guess. So yeah, I think my, I think they're, they're going to say it like that. My biggest hype was Sony. Like I love their exclusives. Like you know that's typically the exclusives I typically play the most. It was Nintendo uh, for the longest time, um, but their online service compared to Microsoft is just, just like their whole service offering at Microsoft just is way better than anything Sony. Everything Sony's done online service-wise is half-baked, in my opinion. I will be interested to see what happens with Sony in two years' time, right? Because we do know Jim Ryan has announced like he is retiring, he's moving on. So it'll be it'll be interesting to me to see what do they keep. So like, what was Sony like in their DNA, and what was Jim Ryan? Um, because I think that he had a lot of influence, obviously had a lot of influence, but I think he made a lot of business decisions that were good for the, the stock market and not good for the consumer. And I'm interested to see if Sony goes more towards the consumer again, um, because if so, that could be, it would be a great day for gaming. Sure. And but I, think, I just don't know which was him and which wasn't. I think well, that's them, what I'm holding out for. Yeah. I think them still having Shuhei around is a big plus. Mm-hmm. I think if I think if Shuhei was already gone and you're losing Jim, like Jim's not the greatest person in the world, but like mm-hmm. he did a lot of good things for Sony as far as like what we got from them. And Shuhei is yeah. like Godfather Sony. Like it's he, he's he like the, the secret boss that like no one talks about. Like he's still there, but he's like he's really making the calls because uh, he works with yeah. all the first party. Yeah, yeah, I think, and I think that's. The, I think Jim Ryan was smart in uh, starting some of those big acquisitions and making some of those deals. But I also think Jim Ryan is had a really big push in the the way the cloud service works. The fact that handheld is a great handheld, but only works locally. So like you still have to pay for the online service and buy other devices. I think um, just a lot of those nickel and dimey 
things, um, not giving refunds on the PlayStation Store, not acknowledging the fact that the con the the controllers had like actual issues with the haptics and it you're out. Battery life. I think a lot of that was him, right? Battery life. Um, so I'm interested to see what happens when he when he is gone. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's the biggest reason I I chose to marry Sony is I feel like they will be first to go towards consumer before Nintendo, I guess is what I was trying to get. So, at. so you're, you're, I, you're looking, you're looking to change her a little bit. You're looking for somebody I'm with playing a, little the long of, game. a little bit of baggage, yeah. playing the long game. He wants a fixer. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he wants yeah. a fixer yeah. upper. Yeah, yeah. Because I honestly think, I mean, there's other companies I know that I won't say that are very much an Alex and Preston, you both know that very much are like, this is my ball. If you don't like it, I'll just take it home. Mm. And those people typically, <clears throat> those ty people typically don't surprise you very often in regards of like things you want to happen that don't necessarily happen that you feel like would be for the good. They're very much, this is my lane. I'm staying in it. This is the line in the sand. I don't care what you say. I'm not going to shift the way that I think or that I look at things. Mm -hmm. And I'm holding out that Sony is not going to be that way. Whereas Nintendo, I think is, I just don't see them changing their views on certain things. Yeah. I think, I think Preston and I went, uh, First love, true love. Yep. First console was a Nintendo. First, first video game ever played was in like the the classic Nintendo at a neighbor's house. He used to watch me as a kid. So uh, mm -hmm. marrying that first love. Yep. Have to. Yeah. I, yeah. I do have a question for you, Alex, <laughs> and it's something we talked about yesterday. And this is the last thing I'll say, and then I'll shut up the rest of the Second podcast. Times. I promise. But. I know. God, it's okay. So it's fine. It's fine. No, I'm our conversation, our conversation last night was so good around like some of the moments that we've had in video games sure. and wanting to relive those moments. I would like. So he's so now he's like, tonight sucks. So we're gonna save it by another. Like, no, say last time. Before. I can say now. I get a second try. No, no, no. No, no, no. Tonight's been a great conversation, but <laughs> I would be remiss if I didn't ask you like, what was mm -hmm. the one video game experience that you wish you could forget and experience all over again for the first time? Because we we got oh, to share gosh. ours on the last episode, and I would just like yeah. to know what mine yours was. Because mine was, yeah, that's crazy. Um, I mine was Daisy. I could tell you, I could tell you movies right out the gate. Um, yeah, yeah I, Travis, I know you and I talked about this earlier. We were reminiscing on Daisy was a big one. So um, I think I've told this story before. I'll say it briefly. But like there was a time we were playing in Daisy. We were heavy into it. We had another friend, Phil, that played the game with us, too. And um, we were just like running around in the forest. And we heard like in the headphones, like a chopper. like And literally, I remember being in my room just like, in, in my head canon, I would imagine, like, I was just, like, looking around my room, like, oh, my gosh, what's coming? But really, it was just, like, mass moving the mouse, like, looking around like crazy. Um, because in that game, like, no holds barred, man. Like, if you're dead, you lose your character. And it was very lonely, and it wasn't a big game. It was a big game at the time, but, like, you're not going to have 30 people on a server, 400 people on a server. It's going to be, like, six. So if you ran across one of those guys, it was scary. And if you ran across one of those guys that had been playing so long, they had found themselves a helicopter. It was a bad day. And I remember like legitimately like sweating and nervous running to the edge of the forest. And it like, we first we went in the field and we dropped down and wasn't passed over. It's like, is it gone enough? Run to the forest. We made it to the trees. And that was awful. Um, but I, yeah, I remember that anything with that game. Um, Anything else I could experience again? There, there are games like and I don't know the whole games, but like moments in games. 
that I don't think I'll ever have a chance to experience in something else. So like uh, Hellblade, we mentioned that earlier. There was one moment in that game um, that I distinctly remember that I wish somebody else was creative enough to make this so I could see it again. Um, but I'm, you're running through the forest um, to where the boss is like this kind of bird type boss. Um, kind of like turns into feathers and then like appears and throws knives or whatever. But going through the forest, you would see people in the background and they would be like up against trees and other stuff. And the closer you would get, you would realize they were actually just like totems that were made out of wood and made out of sticks. And just like the way that game played with your mind, both audibly and visually was something I would love to experience again. You can't do it because if I play it this time, like I know what's coming. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, The only other thing I would like to experience again that I, it was scary, so I don't really like it, but I would love to go back to that moment was when uh, Preston and myself were watching Christian play Resident Evil Village, and he was in the dollhouse. Mm-hmm. And dude, when that little, like, gummy baby fetus popped out, like, I have never heard three grown men scream like that at the same time. And, like, typically we don't see Christian panic at anything. Like, when he plays video games... I think it's safe to say, like, he's the best video gamer out of the three of us oh, sure. by yeah, far. Yeah, yeah. Like, whatever game we, we play, that. he's always going to be better than all of us, right? Um, but to see him even, like, turn around and just sprint down the hallway, like, also scared was a pretty awesome moment That's for great. me. Um, just because it was like we were all experiencing it at the same time. So okay. I would say that. That's- I one saying you uh, hearing you say that reminded me of uh, did you ever play the PT teaser on PlayStation? No, dude, I'm such a so Christian and I were part that of a different one. YouTube video uh, group one time, and uh, they forced me to play that in VR. Oh no, I dude, don't that's like games. Christian, I, I'm not gonna say he gets off on that because he doesn't do it all the time, but like he if he has VR because he did the same thing to me. He's like, you have to try this VR. And he will let you play the fun games. But he goes, first, you got to check this out. And for me, it was Resident Evil 7 okay. in like in the cabin. And you go through the water. And he knew. And in the first four minutes, a dead body floats up out of the water in VR. It was awful. It was awful. It's bad. It's bad, bad. I don't, honestly, I don't think PT was in, in VR. But I think I just played it like normal on the screen. It was just, I was so immersed in that fucking oh, shit show of a scary yeah. thing that I just blocked out all perifs and fucking was afraid for weeks nightmare fuel yeah yeah i did not beat yeah. that demo by the way i didn't do it no I wasn't quit. it only like 20 I, minutes long doesn't like, matter how long was it i no. did but there was kind of like a puzzle <laughs> element and then at the end you got to see norman Reedus, and you're like what the hell is this and then you realize it's a teaser for uh silent hill came out yeah no no because no, they let uh kojima go yep so awesome well um next time we will actually have Metro beaten or depending Hopefully. on when we record next, maybe Metro will have come out just before this. Well, I don't really know yet. It'll depend on uh, how our producer over here decides to release these things. I got a wedding to go to next week. So probably these two in a row. All right. So then <laughs> next time we will, I, we will have come Most back to Metro I think we will, yes. and uh, when we come back to Metro uh, again, will be when I announce what game I am going to uh, have us play, which I, I'm 99% sure I have. So if we would have done this two weeks ago, I would have been like, this is the game we're playing. Um, So I don't think I need more time. I'll probably actually just screw myself up if I try and think of another game. But 
I think I know where we're going. So thank you all for hanging out with us, Travis. Thank you for thank you. Uh, doing, yeah, a whole uh, testing room takeover, hey. which is hey. absolutely what we should call these, by the way. Yes. A testy takeover. Don't say testy. Testing room takeover. <laughs> um, stop. Don't do that. Um, Travis, do us a favor. Please promote your uh, show because I d- was an asshole host and did not ask you to do it. I mentioned it when I did the intro with you. I said you're from Nerds with Mics or whatever. But yeah, it's... Oh, you're fine. Just, just go Jake ahead. Is, Jake has been on our show so many times that I have him do it every time. I know. Or I do it for him every time. I know. So we apologize. No. It's fine. Uh, yeah, uh, I do a podcast called Nerds with Mics. We have a YouTube channel. Uh, you can find us on pretty much any platform. Uh, we've actually been on a hiatus for the past month, but we're actually getting ready to start back up, I think, next week. So uh, we'll be back on a regular weekly schedule. And you so do it live. If you want to come over. And, yeah. Yeah, we we were doing it live, but I think we're going to pivot from that because I'm not a big fan of live. So <laughs> I actually – so just to say, I enjoyed topics. the live events. I, they did they did a, a trivia. So if you want to engage in some of those fun nights, they did a trivia night, which is really fun. The, the instructions were confusing, and I was dominating everyone in trivia, but I was apparently not following the rules and oh. just throwing it out without buzzing in. So, Yeah, we'll do another trivia night, and we'll make sure to let it uh, let us know, and then maybe we can do one of those uh, Twitch takeover things or whatever sometime. Sure. Yeah, it was fun. So, so yeah, it was fun. But thank you for having me on the past two the past two episodes I've got to be on. It's been really good dialogue yeah, and conversations. And Alex, I think this is the first one I've ever been on that you've actually been here because both times I've filled in for you. So mm-hmm. it was actually nice to sit down so. and have be part of a conversation with you for a change. So is it the first time you've been on here with me? Yeah, you were in so. Japan last time. Okay, we talk all the time, so you know, just, <laughs> know. it bleeds together. I know, it's just that it bleeds yeah, yeah. through. So. All right, everybody. Well, th- again, thank you for hanging out with us, uh, Travis. Thank you so much, Travis, with from Nerds with Mics. Um, check that out. They also have a website that he did not promote, but I'm sure you can find it by just googling Nerds with Mics. Um, so yeah, we just a released look. a Spider-Man review, by the way. Nice. If you want to go there read you go. it, it's on. Yep. So give that a look, um, and we will see you next time with that, Preston. You know what to do. Hit it. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Testing Room. To catch up on past episodes or check out the newest ones when they drop, follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. If watching is more your thing, check out youtube.com at the testing room or twitch.tv slash testing room pod. To leave comments and ask questions, follow us on Instagram at testing room pod and email us at testing at gmail.com. See you next time. <laughs>